0: This is the epilogue Audio Experience. Hello everyone, welcome to Around the World. You might be thinking, what's with the sound? Why is it so different? Well, yes, I am Rohan, but I am not the Rohan that you have been hearing so far. I am Rohan Dakar. If you have been following this podcast for a long time, I had featured myself in the first episode where we spoke about what can you expect in this podcast. What is it about traveling that enthuses people? So, I know you. Uh, this sound is weird, but yes, uh, the original Rohan is still there in the studio with me.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Rohan. It's a little uh, weird feeling that somebody seems to like... Hacked my <laughs> my show, and, but you know the topic. In fact, uh, what we are going to talk about, it would be very silly of me to talk about my own journey. Yeah. So you know, I am so glad you you volunteered to uh, co-host it along with me. And then you you have any questions? Please go ahead, and I'll
0: be more than happy to share my wisdom if I have any. So, you know, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. And when two Rohin talk, it's always. There's supposed to be something very interesting absolutely now that we have promoted our names let's move on to the story <laughs> yes there is one thing which people love to talk about and experience that is food mm-hmm. and I have seen you very closely in all these shows and episodes that you have been doing it revolves around food and you take it as an experience
1: correct but when I started the career Rohan um, it wasn't about food It was nothing to do, even closely to do with cuisines or food. I just wanted to be on the other side of the camera. Okay, I I, I was an assistant director. I was always a passionate entertainer. And I just wanted to be on the other side. I think the food thing, my father was a foodie. I think I get it from him. That foodie guy who would try different things. Yeah. A lot of people don't know a lot about me. Though I keep traveling the world and I travel for food especially. But I'm very fussy about my dishes. And mm. if I like this one particular dish, I'll go to only that place, mm-hmm. you know. But then on shows with Travel XP, I have to keep experimenting with different dishes. Right. So that I can reach out to people and tell them what's good, what's okay. But you know, I never judge food. You mm. know, my, my take on the, my shows is totally different. I'm not a chef. I can't cook. So my take is, what if a foodie goes to a certain place, you know, he's not going to crib about that place. Yeah. He's going to find something nice about that dish also. Also, hmm. the the team, what we have, the R&D team in the channel, select and shortlist only the good places. So, there okay. they, are very few places where I don't like the food. Though hmm. so they have
0: been some, <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to call out their names. So, talking about food, you have traveled the world, but what is it that we are going to speak about today?
1: Okay, I was thinking what I can talk about is... Um, Why we should travel for food. Mm. Okay. Now, whatever I'm going to tell, share or mention in today's podcast, let me tell you absolutely frankly that I have gained all this knowledge only by traveling. Okay. When you travel, touch, smell, eat, it registers in your Mm. mind. Okay. And it's a very strong registration. You don't, it kind of lasts for a long time. So television was something which introduced me to food. Mm. So when I was given the task of being a food host, but uh, I would give that credit to my mentors, the owners of the channel and my director then, uh, who were expert in food, yeah, especially my director. And he got me all the possible information. So the initial information was not that something I possessed, mm. but something which was told to me, which was... And eventually I, I developed the likes for... Travelling for food. Mm. And when I started travelling... When I did my first tour... And I was like... "Whoa, Why? I, you know, I'm from this country. I didn't know anything
0: about this country. Which was the first place that you have gone... Just to experiment with the food? Uh, I think the first
1: tour I did was Rajasthan. Wow. The first tour I did was Rajasthan. And... Uh, so one is like you travel... Rajasthan, mm. Abjarev, Jaipur... Yes. Jodhpur, Udaipur... All these places mm. you travel... These touristy places... The other thing is when you travel, you you eat their specialties right. and you get to know the history behind it. Yes. They have a very famous dish. Now this, I'm sure everybody knows about this thing. Dal bati churna. Yes. Churma, sorry, churna kya hota hai? <laughs> So dal bati, you, you, have you tried that dish? I love that. You love that dish. Do you know how it was originated? No. Well, it was originated during the times of wars. Okay. So people mm-hmm. used to go on war and with limited uh, resources, they used to make this dish and you know, with the help of the horse tongue or the right. cow dung, whatever, mm-hmm. they used to bake the the batis okay. and they used to crush it, add a little bit of ghee and eat it. Okay. Oh. So there are a lot of war, you know, war, mm-hmm. there are a lot of dishes which were uh, originated, originated and developed mm-hmm. over the period of time, but originated during the wars, during mm-hmm. the battle times. So my journey started and then I got involved with the stories and the people yeah. and I've been traveling what like 10 years now, 10 years and still Rohan, I haven't completed the whole of India because every time I go, every time there's a different approach, every time there's a different story, every time there's a different cuisine altogether. Yes. Right now, for example, we are working on something called as the micro community uh, of uh, micro community cuisine of the country. Mm-hmm. Now so, we being yes. in Mumbai, Maharashtra, do you know how many cuisines are there in
0: Maharashtra? Uh, I can name a few, but I'm not sure how many. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> chalo chalo, batao. Kokani, Malvani same. Malvani. Kokani,
1: Kokani is like the coastal path. Yes. So Kokani, towards Malvani Karnataka is, is... See, understand? Every 50 kilometers, dialect and cuisine changes. Yeah, I was changes. just going to come on that. Okay, dialect mm-hmm. and cuisine changes. Mm. Okay, so okay, Malvani, right? Malvani is one of the cuisines. Yeah. Yes. Kolhapuri. Kolhapuri is one of the cuisines. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Maharashtra has been bifurcated. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Maharashtra. I'll just give you a little gist of what I'm trying to say. Yes. So, the, the cuisines what we know is probably Maharashtrian. Yes. Now, people don't know there's, there's a lot of sex mm. within the Maharashtrian pool. Of course, Kolhapur uh, is a different cuisine altogether. Uh, your Vidurba is a mm. uh, saiji. The central Maharashtra. Yeah, it's, it's very spicy because mm. there has been. Um, uh, immigrants and there have been a lot of influence from MP and the central India and then mm. they have entered so that patch um, and being the dry area it is mm. they grow a lot of chilies and the food there is very high on spices especially their masala the masala yes. is like, yes. like really dark kala masala uh, if you go towards Pune, you'll Pune today is a very cosmopolitan. Pune, Mumbai is a very cosmopolitan. But the interiors of Pune. In the interiors of Hmm. Pune, you can have the little uh, flavors, the Brahmin flavor. You can try, you can try the puneri missile. You know all that stuff. But missile was never originated. They they have their own version of uh, missile. Okay. But missile's origin is from Kolhapur.
0: Wow. Hmm. You know, food has traveled places because India has been home to a lot of foreigners, and with that, the culture of the food also got mixed. Tell me something. Is Vada and Pav Bhaji of Mumbai? I'll tell you this
1: a little a uh, political. But I'll tell you how Pav Bhaji hmm. was started. You know the story hmm. of Pav Bhaji, right? The meal workers used to get all the leftovers. Yes. And then they started smashing all the vegetables and started eating along with the pav. Now, pav's are not from India. Hmm. You know, there are a lot of stuff we don't. Sh- we We should thank outsiders who have been here. So, pow, we never used to eat pav. So, mm. pav was from outside. Bhaji is definitely <laughs> ours. <laughs> so, even in uh, uh, Vada Pau, during the, the 80s, yes. where a lot of people used to work in the meals, there were a lot of um, immigrants coming in Bombay. Mm. And to oppose that, that our people should uh, have their own business and they should be more of entrepreneurial, uh, they should have more of entrepreneurial skills. Uh, some politically influenced people, strong people then said that why don't you start, why don't you cut down on idlis mm. and uh, why don't you start something which is very local and that is how vada, pav became. So wada, we always mm. had vada and pav but yes. the combination became very popular mm. then. Okay, and pav bhaji again, the meal worker, you yes. should, uh, you, so every dish has a story here. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about Maharashtra, right? Yes. Now after 10 years, I get to know that there are a lot of small sect communities. There's a, there's a community called as Pathare Prabhu. They have their own uh, mm-hmm. dishes. Have you heard of East Indian community? I haven't. <laughs> to tell you to the honest. truth, most of the people don't mm. know. You know, most of the people don't know what is East Indian. Most of the people don't East? know what East mm-hmm. Indian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bangal they kind of... Uh, I thought as much most of the people... Mm-hmm. I am glad you said Bangal. People take me to Northeast also. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Northeast. And Nothing to do with. Now, these people, along with the coolies, are the first... People of Mumbai, but nobody knows about them. Mm. So East Indian, basically, if you get into the story also, that is very interesting. So during the civil wars, you know, Europe in civil wars and, uh, Portuguese was going through a very rough time. Okay. Uh, all the seven islands, the Mumbai islands yes. were under the Portuguese uh, rule. So there was this queen called as Catherine of Braganza. So, the king then what happened was that she was married and then brother, take it in Daivri. All these things and take it to our country.
0: Okay.
1: So, she got married to uh, I think King Charles II. Okay. Okay. And for in that marriage Bombay was given as davri
0: Oh.
1: Okay. Not just Bombay but uh, a place in Morocco called Asanjurim was given as davri This
0: is my father's
1: place. Yes, this is our place. This is the place. You take it. And then King Charles said, what am I going to do on these seven islands? It's good for nothing for me, you know. So, might mm-hmm. as well let me check if I have any Brits in India. So, at that point of time, East India well, like mm. Company were building their market uh, here in Bombay. So, they said that, okay, fine. You know what? Take this. I'm going to lease it to you. And the lease amount was 10 pounds a year. So, imagine... Given South Bombay, today's <laughs> Bombay <laughs> were 10 pounds a year. So it was given as a lease, and most of people started for the locals. There were tribes, there were a lot of uh, fishermen, there were a lot of uh, agriculturists. They started working for the East India Company, but there were a lot of migrants. Abu Samani me to Goa Huani karta. It used to be Madras constituency, Bombay constituency, and then, of course. Uh, So a lot of migrants from Goa, today's Goa and Mangalore used to come. So there were locals here said that we want to be different than these people because again, Mm. they were also Portuguese. They started converting people when Portuguese came in, they started converting a lot of of Christian people started calling themselves East Indian because they used to work for East (laughs) India Company and they wanted to be a little different to Mangaloreans and the Goans. Mm -hmm. But nobody, most of the people don't know who are these East Indian? East Indians are the oldest habitat of Bombay along with the Kholis. Wow. The so next time you go, Anglo-Indian is different. Huh? Most <laughs> of people actually compare it with Anglo-Indian. Anglo- Anglo-Indians are like when the Brits came in yes, and then right. they got mm. married and their generation or whatever. And that's Anglo-Indian. That's a different story altogether. Interesting stuff. Very interesting.
0: interesting stuff. So, you listeners are not just uh, getting some entertainment but a heavy dose of… The stories. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, Rohan, the thing today is with having so much exposure to media, OTT platforms, television, podcasts, today's listeners, today's viewers are much more intelligent than the makers. Yeah. so they don't want to see a touch and go film they want to go in detail yeah. that's the reason why people want to travel all by themselves there are a lot of backpackers now the travel was never a big market I mean travel was a big market but I think all my childhood the ultimate destination used to be Switzerland Just Where... was Jammu Kashmir. But today's make you know, the viewers are very smart. And uh, makers don't realize that. Mm. So when I go, I think from a point of view of a viewer, would I, you know, one thing what I have learned doing is ask why? Why should I go there? And if it doesn't interest me, definitely it's not going to interest your viewers as well. Okay, because they don't want just... Knowledge. They don't want gyan. They want entertainment as well. And so, an experience. Within. And an experience also. So what can, you know, if you go to Rajasthan, I go to Rajasthan, I eat the same dish, you eat the same dish, probably our experience would be similar. But the stories we share yes. would be yes. different. And they want to know stories about... How you reached there? How you got to know this? What happened there? Mm. What goes into this? How was it originated? Whom did you meet? Whom did you meet? If you are eating samosa in Jaipur, how was it? You know, earlier approach was we samosa today they want to know where did samurusa was originated samurusa mm. is not indian it came from turkey mm. and it used to have fillings of mince fillings mm. it came to india people started putting potatoes which are also not again from india potatoes yeah. came from outside and uh, the Jain community said that we want to try our own version. So, that's when the green tea started coming in. Oh. <laughs> so, that is the story of samosa. Hum, samosa so, there are a lot of stories. Hum, before the Brits came in, local drink a local drink. We had a local drink. We had a sugar cane. Sugar cane. We had a lot of sugar. But the green sugar, we didn't make So, we used to have brown sugar. Which is made from jaggery. Se banti hai. Yes. Okay. So after that chai hamari uh, uh, british leke unko adat thi mm-hmm. um, sugar jo white sugar aap khate hoan, mm-hmm. china and that's the reason they are called chini right chini okay yeah. so lot of people don't they want to know about mm-hmm. all these things there are so many interesting stories and uh, potatoes came from our uh, tomatoes uh, portuguese south america say portugal aya, portugal se for india aya. Chilis chilies were not from india I mean, there were chilies, but uh, it it got a widespread when the Portuguese came in and brought a lot of chilies along with them. Today, we are the highest exporter, importer, and consumer of chilies. Mm. You know, yeah. Sorry. We're
0: talking about uh, all these exports and imports, both mm. transactional, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but tell me something. What is something that is original to India? Some flavors that you have experienced, which are very much original and traditionally Indian, from north to south, east to west.
1: We used to have a lot of. Uh, Millets, hmm. uh, bajra, jawar, they didn't get out of it. We had our own breads. Hote hmm. uh, baking didn't happen in our culture. Mein hua nahi karta tha. So, let's example of farmer's meal in Maharashtra would be pitla Bhakari. That's very hmm. authentic. If you go to Bihar, then it's a little bit of a chokha. Hai. Yes. Again, that's very very local. Hmm. Sattu used to be uh, Mahua, it was happening in our own. <laughs> so we have a lot of... Uh, rice beer used to be very much yes, a part of this yes. culture. We were very rich in spices. So Vasco yes. Davgama came in search of pimenta. Pimenta was nothing but black gold. Oh. Black pepper. Okay. So most of the traders started coming in search of Arabs. And cuisine And then the Mughals came in. Hmm. So if you go a little... If, I have time. Can I quickly take you on a quick round trip? So, the first trip I went, and this you, this was my ultimate destination. I went to Kashmir. Oh. Okay. I went to Kashmir. I realized people don't like goat there. They prefer lamb. It's the same tendon. Lamb hmm. is much more tastier, but they pound their okay. lamb. Lamb is also eaten there because it keeps you warm. It's, Himalaya, much, it's, it's hmm. much more heavier. And their food is very rich with a hmm. lot of dry fruits. In. Uh, cuisine and it's one of my favorite i mean the vase if you ever happen to be in kashmir you got to. when i say kashmir i mean srinagar and the is yes. the gulmarg and all that the uh, the, uh, have you been
0: to kashmir I've seen Kashmir.
1: <laughs> Never been okay. to. But if you come towards Jammu, you should try their Rajma Chawal. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. So uh, if you go towards Himachal, they eat a lot of beans again, a lot of lentils, a lot of beans. The, their cuisine, their, their food culture is totally different. It's more community-based. There's mm-hmm. a lot of dhams. Dham is nothing but where the whole community, where the whole villages come together to celebrate. And it's a wholesome experience. If you go towards the other side of the mountains, uh, then... The trans right. Uh, no, not the Spiti Valleys. Mm-hmm. No, Spiti is Trans-Spiti. But uh, I'm talking about um, United Province. Then United Provinces okay. became Uttar Pradesh Perfect. and then became Uttarakhand. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the traditional food is uh, divided into two communities: Kamoni and Girwali. mainly two communities. They, I'm sure there may be a lot of small sects. But uh, you know, it's very simple. Food. And if you see, it's not been promoted in the right way because I've been traveling Uttarakhand and I keep complaining that to them that I need to eat the local food. But if you see, most of the chefs in the 5-star today are from Uttarakhand.
0: Ah.
1: The most chefs will get from Uttarakhand. Se Interesting. But the food is not promoted more than that because it's very simple. There are different people's thoughts. You go to Amritzhar. In Amritzhar, you won't get anything else. You'll get Punjabi food. And oh, it's a great food. So there's no adulteration or dilution of the i'm sure there is but but not uh, to that extent not to that extent
0: you know that reminds me when we are going on road trips across maharashtra uh-huh. there is there used to be time when we could get very easily bhakri yeah now it's only tandoori roti tandoori it's root. very difficult to find bhakri which is yeah which used to be a stable diet of course but now it's very difficult to find uh find that dish and you get tandoori roti everywhere. I know,
1: I know. I mean, it's kind of like, it depends, you know, as I said mm. earlier, Mumbai, Pune, you don't expect authentic food. There are places where you get, but then it's very rare. You have to mm. really search for them. But if you get, go towards Kulapur, they still love their authentic food. Mm. You know, you've been, you've tried, you have yes. tried, they love their meat mm. and they love their food. You know, people have uh, portrayed cuisine in a different way. For example, I was in Tamil Nadu and I went to a place called as korai kod Where is it? It's in the Chetanard region. Okay. So I always thought that Chetanard food is really spicy. Mm-hmm. But when I went there, so the story goes is Chaitiyas were like the community, Chaitiyas, mm-hmm. community kanamta, who are a business community who came to that region and they've had this huge, beautiful havelis. You'll get to see a lot of beautiful palaces there. Something like Sarasud Brahmin, who lived on the banks of uh, Saraswati mm-hmm. but uh, were vegetarians. Okay. But they were the, that kind of vegetarians because they used to live on the coastal line. Mm. They used to eat fish. Okay. But still they used to call themselves vegetarians. <laughs> okay. So, That's Saraswat Brahmins Saraswat I mean. Brahmins mm-hmm. yes. Got it. So, uh, so Chetiyars was someone like that, business community. If you go to Rajasthan, you'll have Sheikh Havart. is also a community, different community, again, a very wealthy community. But they came and then I ate their food and it's not at all spicy. And what you have in the other parts, Chattinad food, authentic Goan food. So, we have put and which is okay, also. We have, uh, uh, I mean <laughs> you know we have we have manipulated a little mm-hmm. bit, but if I think if you if you research a little bit, you you still yes. find places where you get
0: authentic food. So, which is one of those places that you have absolutely loved that dish of that local place? Oh, mm-hmm. I have couple of favorites mm-hmm. actually. See, one is
1: definitely I love Kashmiri food. Mm-hmm. I love the Gwasban and when I say Kashmiri food, I mean both Kashmiri Pandits also and Kashmiri a Muslim is also. Can name a few of those dishes of, See, Wazwan is basically, it's like, how do I explain? Okay, let me simplify it. It's like a buffet. <laughs> so We have a lot of dishes. Or if it's Vazwan to is the name of, like a buffet. You know, there are many dishes in And uh, if you want to eat it, you've got to go to a Kashmiri wedding. That's
0: and a a Haan, uh, <laughs> I'm
1: sure there are a lot of things for vegetarians. Amritsar is again a great place mm. because of the climate also, yes. also the topography. You know, the food is very different. So Amritsar, punjab have the best in North is actually good but mm. Delhi again commercial. Ho chuka hai. I love Amritsar. I love Kashmir.
0: There are few cities which have still maintained that culture and that character mm. of cuisine. I'm sure you might have also eaten some really bizarre foods that I have seen you eating. <laughs> but yes, uh, what's bizarre to me may be a delicacy to someone else. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? That's actually true. You know, if I
1: eat cockroaches in India, it's it's bizarre for them. But if I eat, I don't know, maybe paneer in Thailand, it's bizarre for them. You need to understand that where you where these people, locals are coming from. Like I have eaten... I mean bizarre food i'm I'm known for my bizarre food then i've <laughs> then I'm known for all the good foods I've tried, but see let's let's say a lot of people say that uh, you go to northeast and you try all these mm-hmm. bizarre food. It's not bizarre for them when I went there, I traveled Nagaland, I ate dog, cat. I know I know there are a lot of sentiments attached to it. I you have hide to, my like, dogs <laughs> you have <to laughs> dogs yourself, but you need to understand that before the missionaries came in there, they were tribes, they were hmm. adivasis. And they came and then they started uh, educating them. Christianity spread, medical facilities were First everything which used to crawl, fly, Mm. walk, they used to eat it. Because they used to be in the jungles. Mm. There was nobody to tell them what is wrong, what is right. So, so today it became a part of that.
0: Those were were the need for survival at that time. Yes, yes. And yeah, if you see this
1: region, you'll realize that they were completely isolated, totally away from all the hustle and bustle of whatever happening in the rest of the country. And um, there was nobody until the missionaries went and then said that... You know, mm. we are there to take care of you. So, yeah, so today, all these bizarre food is a part of their delicacy. And food is a very sentimental, it's a very emotional, and it's a very uh, sensitive topic. Yes. You cannot go, if someone comes to my house and tells what your mom cooked, I didn't like it, I won't like him. I will never invite him again. <laughs> okay. But if right. you say that, you know, this tastes different. Mm. or you know not every place or every dish you're gonna like mm. but you need to understand it's still food right mm. purna brahma. nutrition nutrition and also mm. for us it food has always food is, been uh, related to spirituality yes. and god and stuff like that but uh, yes so i've tried crazy stuff you know i've tried snakes and cockroaches and oh gosh so many things worms <laughs> and crocodile and uh, p- uh, okay, let's move on. Please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Porcupine and so many things, so many things.
0: Okay, okay. I understood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Monkey brain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you don't even go there. You're talking to a vegetarian, bro. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I don't even want you to visualize it because it mm. was very difficult. Mm. Some of the dishes were very difficult to mm. try, but it's okay. I've never tried them before, but there's always the first time. Okay I'm always ready to go you know do it once but mm-hmm. that's what i think what do you think ek bar to nonveg khilaunga tujhe main non jen non <non-wage. laughs> <laughs> uh, what what else are we doing?
0: okay so if you keep traveling you'll
1: get to know all these things as i mentioned at the start of the uh, podcast that whatever i have shared whatever i'm going to share today has not come from books or mm. for that matter, even Google. <laughs> because, but when you go, when you visit, when you speak to the locals, when you have that strong memories in your mind, that is where you start sharing your wisdom and if you want to see something else you know if you want to share or if you want to recommend uh, someone else like there's so many things i can talk about i can talk about (laughs) i can talk about it for days you know because as as i mentioned earlier that even after 10 years i'm still i have scratched maybe 40 50 percent of the cuisine of india and there's still half of uh, you know half Mm. half 50 percent still more to go so it's insane you know So, for example, you know, we went till uh, you know Bengal. We talk about Bengal. Bengal has a totally different uh, food culture. Uh, They they love their mustard. They love their chena. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If you see that what does chena mean? Chena is chena ki rasgulla khaya. Uh Chena rath paneer. काइंड kind of a paneer but we सिरफ jab sirf को सिरफ में मिलाते हैं milate hain so chheni wali mithai hai aapko bangal aur us patch ko leke oisa wagaira ke uske alawa bhar kahin nahi milegi aap mathura side jayenge wo patch mein jayenge
0: a <laughs>
1: jeb and it's not that expensive Bengal is hmm. uh, you know Kolkata for example you'll get the most delicious food at a very reasonable rate it's not at all expensive in fact when I go to and you'll come across some really intelligent people the thing with hmm. them is they are very high on omega 3 <laughs> lot of fish happening there yes. they're very intelligent people and they have always learned to be pioneers you hmm. the father of cinema yes. rana, tagor, You know, they have always incredible, incredible minds, incredible minds, incredible minds, but uh, uh, the food may, people may like it, people may not like it because they, mm. they have mustard oil in it, but I love the food there. If you come a little bit, you know, bhi aap explore that because more or less, you know, again, the culture is different. Mm. There's some influence. Yes, of mm. course. Okay. There's also influence of Bangladesh. Uh, mm. Bangladeshi cuisine in Kolkata Uh, there's also influence of there were a lot of Jews there were Chinese came till Kolkata so you have a China town there so Mm. you can try the you can actually go and meet these Chinese they speak fluent Chinese as in Mandarin Mm mm-hmm and fluent Hindi also. number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you go towards Andhra, Andhra is again coastal. Hmm. If you go to
0: Uvishaka, Patnam, have you been to all these places? I've just seen them. <laughs> I'm yet to travel, so I, I fall in the category of uh, the visual travelers. <laughs> visual travels,
1: but you should travel. It yes. really helps you grow. It really. Helps you widen your pros- uh, perspective and your mind and your horizons. तो वाइजैग इज लाइक अगर ज्योग्राफिकली देखेगा ना एक तरफ ना समंदर है एक तरफ पहाड़ है तो वहां का मीट भी बहुत पॉपुलर है वहां का सीफूड भी बहुत पॉपुलर है लेकिन नीचे आएगा ना जैसे तेलंगाना आंध्र वगैरह ये इंटीरियर्स में आता है तो यहां पे ना ये chilies बहुत
0: मशहूर
1: है <laughs> <laughs> wo to hua, matlab, I still remember I was filming in Nagaland. I tried the chili. How much of it did you taste? Oh, I the, the whole chili. Me and my director ate the whole chili. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> I shooting one. 2 i I burned all my lips because the paper count is hmm. They are very small looking chilies. But you should try them. Just for the oh, sake okay. of...
0: I don't the chili in it. not have garlic garlic. <laughs>
1: Or <laughs> Jainlok But it's insanely <laughs> mm-hmm. spicy. Now, so there's nothing called as, of course, we we have discriminated. It. We have called it North Indian and South Indian and Northeastern. But South India itself is humongous. You have Chetanad, you have Kurgi, you have uh, Uttar Kannada, uh, Kannada and Dakshin Kannada. And as you go deeper in it, it takes you all the more hmm. deeper because then you develop the interest and. The passion for who, how did it come? What happened to it? Yeah. And over the period of time, you know, most of the things are documented. So it becomes a very, the research becomes a very interesting part. But when you actually go there, when you speak to the historians and the food historians and the locals, and when you get to know their stories, it's a different experience. And people, I think, should travel. Because, uh, you know, food is not something, of course, it is like something which we consume on. It's sentimental.
0: Yeah, but if you're passionate about food, mm-hmm. I think uh, you should you should travel and so you'll be surprised. One, yeah, sorry. Which is one place where you are yet to explore just for food? Which is your next I haven't destination? I have been to three places in India. Mm-hmm. Rest every, every
1: place. And when I say I don't go to the capital and come back, I, I travel the nook and corner and the everything. Okay. I have not been to Tripura, mm-hmm. I have not been to Lakshadweep, okay. and I have not been to Andaman. These are the only three places left. Rest every place I've been, and I wouldn't mind going back again and <laughs> doing a quick recap and just see. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure by the time I do that again now, it'll be different and it'll be. And if we are, we are actually contemplating on doing a show, a new show, but it will have a complete different take on food or what I have done in the past. Now, I would strongly recommend to everybody, all the people who are listening to this podcast right now, you know, on behalf of me, both the Rohans, please travel, make sure you eat the food of that very region. Don't be fussy especially when you're trying, when you come home, be as fussy as possible, as much as you want. But when you're traveling, be open to new taste. You know, Going to the science going to the stories why it is this thing why it is that and probably you can relate to food much more than you ever did that's my take on it Rohan Great. what do you think?
0: what I am thinking is if you listeners have liked this combo of Rohan and you would like to have this combo once again then please comment it down and yes I am sure uh, you would have enjoyed uh, this take on the history of food the need to understand what you are eating not the nutrient part but the cultural <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just do it for fun yeah and if you have any feedback
1: please reach out to us if you have any uh, particular things you would want to mention please reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to continue this Journey of travel for food again, maybe for another episode. What do you think? I'm in, I'm in, hmm? and not just food,
0: also the culture. Also, the culture, yeah. We can probably get into more deeper yes. than I can probably speak to a couple of friends. That was fun chatting with you after a long time on a podcast. <laughs> of course, we chat over a call several times a day, but on a podcast, it's always great. Achha, listen, man, hmm. cut the crap. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is on
1: <laughs> <laughs> see ya yeah, guys thank you very much for listening thank you Rohan
0: yes thank you Rohan and if you listeners have liked this episode do share it with your friends do drop in your comments so that we get to know what you think about this episode if you would like to listen more of these comment it again and make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast app and our website that is epilog.media slash around the world goodbye bye bye